3: The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldon and Stephen Johnson for Kubota. Together, we are building Australia.
4: In the river.
0: Oh yeah, Supercars goes a NASCAR for round 7 of the BP Ultimate All-Stars E-Series Charlotte. And a double header at Daytona for this round. But before we get to that, let's get to the headlines. Rev up your smartphone with the driver's seat app. It's available at the App Store. And just a reminder too, you can listen to Matt and Steve live on a Wednesday night from 7pm to 9pm Eastern Standard Time. They cover everything that happens in the BP Supercars All-Star E-Series as it happens. But a bit of news during the week. Supercars is back. Uh, they are back, June twenty-seven, Western Sydney, uh, <laughs> under
5: lights, no crowds. Of course, it was again what you predicted last week. Yep. This is great yep. news. What I what I didn't predict, which I think could even happen, is uh, there may be some crowd there. Yes, in the way of cars only. So uh, Sydney Motorsport Park yes. is very. Like driving. Yeah, like a driving, right very yeah. very open, all it. the way around the track. They do it for the World Time Attack, which yep. is unfortunately not happening this year because of of this uh, pandemic. But uh, they, with the drifting on on the nights of uh, of the World Time Attack, they have all the cars parked all over the bank up on the on the back, and there's a yep. there's so much space around City Motorsport Park to park your cars. Yep. Yes, they're not going to be able to get their 30,000 people there. Yes But. If it's packed out with cars and they're able to sit there in their cars and watch the supercars come around, sit in there with their their tablets and watch, you know, the supercars yep. on Fox as well. I mean, I think that'll be just a sensational. I'd like way to, to watch that. I'd like to see the footy too. Our suburban grounds. Well, well you yes, used to be part- able
3: to absolutely. Remember when yeah. you kick a goal yeah. and then you'd get on the horn and flash yeah. the lights to someone to kick the goal? It, look, I, I, it's I'm entirely great. possible. I think the the uh, the. The organisers of SMP and the managers of SMP are definitely looking at. You could easily do this. Can't get out of your car. Can't go and get a hamburger. Uh, you know, there might be some toilet facilities somewhere. But, hey, if they get yeah. if they get 5,000 cars around the edge of that track, it, that's a win. Yeah. But yeah. we're back. I mean, that's the most important thing. We're back. We've got a calendar. It looks a little weird. We've lost <laughs> – sadly, we've lost the Gold Coast. We've lost Newcastle. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but apart from that, it's it's all systems going, including New
5: Zealand, which is exciting. Very exciting, and I think that um, uh, obviously by then they're assuming that you know the the Trans Tasman bubble is going to be in effect, so that we can go to and from New Zealand um, so in the, that regard. So the the season will have a short
6: break over Christmas, and then go yeah. to what about March?
5: No, so it, it'll go to February, February yeah, right. uh, which is the. The Bathurst 12-hour weekend. weekend, which used to be the 12, which will which was run by Supercars anyway, yeah. so that will become the finale for this current 2020/21 yeah. uh, season, and then basically it's straight into March for Adelaide for round one in 20. You yep.
6: think they'll delay the start of 2021, maybe give the teams about a month or something? Just to-
3: Well, it already does. I mean, the 12-hour is usually early February and then okay. Adelaide's either late February or early March. Okay. So, yep. uh, look, can it happen? Yeah, it's going to happen. We've got to roll it and, and go yep. back again. The biggest thing is the 12-hour. Will, will it become part of the 12-hour or will it be a singular sprint race? Uh, lots of talk about the twelve-hour cars still being able to come out here, but of course, huge European entries. Uh, we don't know whether they're going to be able to fly, so yep. you know that that may put pay to that. But more importantly, uh, more bang for your butt come Bathurst because it's our sec. We'll have two rounds in Bathurst, which we haven't had we haven't had that for so many That's years, awesome. and yeah. we love Bathurst. the, the the, the championship is contractually obliged to finish in New South Wales, and so I think it's really great that we had an opportunity to do that, and it's kind of worked out well.
5: Yeah, you know I think you're right, and I think that um, you know moving forward, it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens with with the calendar, but also don't forget with the calendar now being so finishing so close to the start of next season it's going to throw massive spanners in the works with regard to seat moving and who's going to be doing what you know there's going to be it's going to be action-packed for the for that two weeks um you know the guy that i'm looking at on the screen now as we're under safety car and the and the e-race uh supercars bpe race that um you know scotty mclaughlin he was, he was he was he was tainted to go to America yeah. next year but it was obviously never confirmed yeah. and you know as much as I know you're looking at me thinking I know what's going on 100% I don't but you have got to think that and even my dad said recently that you know he's not sure what's going to happen now because for a season that finishes so late like this one now um to go straight into an IndyCar season it's almost not viable for Scott McLaughlin to do because if it was to finish in start of December, he would have December, bit of a Christmas new Year break, January, February, March, testing, bang, start the season in April. Well, now you're going to have, what, four weeks between the end of the supercar season to the start of the IndyCar season? I just don't think that's enough time to prepare. So it's going to be very interesting to see what he does. And, and of course, the flow on
3: effect from that is that if Scotty doesn't go to the U.S., we think we already know who's going to replace him at DJR Team Penske. Um, how will all, How will the net effect of all that, that flow-on effect, affect those those teams? That we, we, you know, we, it's in the press, so it's not, we're not throwing anything out there. It's not already no. been written, but we think Anton Di Pasquale is going to go there to replace uh, Scotty Mack. Uh, Fabian's out of contract. Out. Will,
5: will Davison's will floating da- around. Like will I Davison's mean, floating around. There's with so much stuff backing. that could happen.
3: Totally. So the... The silly season is going to be ridiculously short. Um, and then I think once you finish the 12-hour, say the, tw- the last round of the 12-hour Bathurst, if there is going to be a whole change of different seats, say Deeper Squally from Erebus into uh, into DJR Team Penske, there's going to need to be a test day there. And then, of course, we fire into Adelaide as well. So... This whole COVID nineteen thing is not only going to affect twenty nineteen, uh, affect affect twenty twenty. It's going to affect twenty twenty one, and then you know the, the rest of that season as well. Uh, now, listen, boys.
6: Uh, I've got a text here off the speckle text machine. Oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. This one's for you, Stevie J. Uh, from Paul, since you predicted uh, when the supercars will be back, when will Bathurst be at the normal weekend, which is the second weekend in October? Is that right? Yes,
5: yep. it is confirmed, yep. absolutely. Yeah, and, confirmed. and I think it needed to be because uh, I, I've, and I said it earlier today um, in an interview that we don't, you know, it, they've worked so hard in. Trying to get all the grand finals, and we call Bathurst our grand final, so yeah. we've worked really hard to getting all the grand finals so that they don't clash with each other mm. AFL, NRL, and supercars. As we're looking, Scotty Pye qualified fifth, fifth. in, in yep. this race, so obviously, uh, the bump drafting and the uh, uh, the debrief last week from me has worked, and he's uh, he's got himself at <laughs> the front. So, um,
3: <laughs> Yes, you're
5: the reason Can he's we, up 100%. the front. Can we mention that in the interview <sighs> we have with him? Can Absolutely. we ask
3: if that's true? Yeah, of course. I'm calling yeah, I'm BS on that. that. Yeah, yeah, but I think more uh, thanks to Paulie for your text. Um, I think they're talking that that's going to be the first round where we actually have crowds yes. at Bathurst. So you mentioned so, that last week, too. Yeah. yeah. So I think I think uh, that was
5: another prediction of mine.
3: Righto, Nostradamus. Do you know how many people Jeez have driven boys. to Bathurst
5: this week to go and bury some yeah. cartons?
3: <laughs> GPS <laughs> you know one a day yeah. per person. That's
7: I think right.
5: the I think the I think the the lovely New South Wales police are actually onto that now. I think they've actually got some. Um, They're having a great uh, Christmas party. Yeah, I, I, I think they've <laughs> <Yes>. got some
3: <laughs> at the back of the Bathurst coppers There's yeah. about 97 slabs of dug up beer.
5: Yes, BB. exactly right. But uh, you know, I think it's great. It's going to be on the on the normal weekend. Yeah. But then to have that second Bathurst in February, I think it's just sensational. And I think it's a different last time they had a sprint race at Bathurst. And I remember back then, I think it was about '98 when yep. when my dad was actually involved. He had a broken wing. Uh, down Conrad Strait, which was quite exciting for him, and,
4: um, and it was a that. different
5: weekend. It was a, such a different weekend because it was sprint races. The races were more cut, th- cut and th- cutthroat, I guess you'd call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Rip tear bus, like, and you know you haven't got a thousand kilometres to sort yourself out. You've got to get it done uh, within the time frame.
3: That's actually going to be a busy month at Bathurst because, and also, uh, in about a month later, they've got the Bathurst International event with all the uh, the cars from overseas. In leaders. You you're in November, yes. so that's going to be number November thirteenth to fifteenth. That's going to be the Bathurst International. You're going to have Touring Car Masters there. You have Trans Am there. Uh, you're going to have the two-litre cars there, you're going to have S5000 there, so it's going to be a big month in Bathurst.
6: It's going to be a big weekend as well, because don't forget you've got the footy finals on this year at the same time. (laughs) Absolutely. Do not have to leave the house that weekend whatsoever, do
3: you?
5: Not unless you're coming to Bathurst. Sort of pretty much like at the moment. (laughs) I <laughs> haven't been house. able to leave the house. So. <laughs> no, actually, I don't mind this isolation. I've got to tell you. Actually, I don't have,
3: like,
6: you know, getting out there. You know,
3: this crazy. time this time last week, we couldn't go to pubs. We couldn't really go to we restaurants. Still can't. Still can't. Yeah, we still well, might, no, huh? you can. All around the country now. Yeah, I think other, you can go yeah, like with... Of 10, some of them yeah. are 10, some of In them New are 20 people. In New South Wales people. and Queensland, you can, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the
6: Northern
5: Territory, I think
3: Victoria talks. are up to 10 people or oh, something this weekend. Okay. So I'm just staying yeah. home, mate. I'm, well, it's, you
4: know. And I've
5: used it for as an excuse to you. i not allowed to get out and exercise. So, But you are. <laughs> I see but, that. But I'm, but, but I'm using it. Oh, I see it. that.
0: Sydney Motorsport Park will be hosting the first round back since COVID-19 stopped the season. So... June 27, popping in your calendar. Colander? Calendar. We're back on track. Listen to the driver's seat for Kubota, Building Australia. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together,
3: we are building Australia.
0: Welcome back to The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter. And together, we are building Australia. Right now, it's time for our feature interview for IMR Insurance. The tradies, mate, call 1-3-IMR. James Courtney is back on the supercars grid and back in a Ford, too, for the first time since he won the championship with Dick Johnson Racing back in 2010. He joined Matt and Steve on the show this week.
3: You've gone from the back of the grid with Team Sydney at Adelaide 500, pulled the pin... And now you are back in a palum drive uh, at Tickford. Congratulations. That's That's been a couple of big months for you.
7: Yeah. Like I said previously <laughs> uh, in an interview, I think I'm the only guy that walk up and shake, shake that fat-eating Chinese bloke's hand and say thank you. So for <laughs> all this, I've only missed out on two practice sessions. So
5: How's that? James missed out on one day of running. There's a one day a running you missed out on, James, haven't you?
7: Yeah, yeah, that's it. So, uh, Isn't that and I think it was wet,
3: wasn't it? It was. It I was don't know. in Melbourne. So, so anything really?
7: No.
3: So, mate, take us through it all. You know, there's been a lot, a lot of talk in the media. There's been a, a lot of interviews. Take us through the time frame of how all of this happened. We we talked last week that. That we thought that supercars weren't going to drop any teams. We knew that you know we knew that, that twenty three red was shaky, but we also heard on the grapevine that you were coming in. But give us that timeline. How did all this come about?
7: Yeah, well, um, it was quite a few weeks ago. I Found out about the whole um, with with Phil not looking looking great, and 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 um, and right at that point. We were working to try and do something with Erebus to do wildcard entries, and I was always, you know, looking to be quite tough as to how many supercars would let us let us go. So, um, and I was working on the calendar, so we had everything in place, ready to go. With, with obviously with Mister Peter Addison, um, and then when I heard about the whole 23 Red thing not looking good, I called Pete straight away and said, "Hey, look, there's an opportunity here," and he just said, "Yeah, jump, go." It's us. This let's, let's is our our window. Um, so yeah, we we jumped at it. So it's been a few weeks. Um, it's been finessing the last little bit with, bit with those guys over the last couple of weeks. But uh, but yeah, it, it's been hard to not say something for a while. But uh, yeah, it's good that it's all coming up.
5: Hey mate, we um, we've had a, a pretty good chat away from the track. You know, especially even after Adelaide, which. You know, a lot of it can't be repeated on radio, but uh, it, it, it's just, it's so cool that, you know, obviously, you know, and, and I know what sort of bloke you are. I've been your teammate. I've known you for a long time, and, and you were so frustrated at the start of the year um, to be jumping into a car now that um, I think personally it's probably the most competitive car that you will be jumping in for a long, long time. So um, to go from where you I think it's you since had, we got out
7: of that, your so, cars, I think it's probably...
5: Yeah, yeah, option. back in 2010. So, um, mm. I mean, that's got to be exciting for you. I mean, that car, as you know, with Will ran, I think fourth and fifth at, at the first round at, at Adelaide, and um, I mean they've got their stuff sorted there, right on the pace with, um, you know, with DJ Team Penske and and Triple Eight. So you must be just absolutely excited to get into that car.
7: Yes, yeah, see, it, it couldn't be better, really. Uh, like I said, I got a lot to thank that Chinese bloke for. Uh, maybe send him a couple of bats. But it's um it's it's fantastic. The cars you know, the team's been working really, really well. Um uh, yeah, they got a lot of continuity there in the in the upper management which we never had at HRT. Um so yeah, it's gonna it's quite surreal going making it uh this move and um you know, knowing that there's all that um, you know, the car's got the performance, the team's got stability. Um, and, you know, the whole package is there. So uh, this is my best shot since, you know, we won the championship together in 2010. So I've also come out of a little bit of a holiday and, and, um, you know, thinking there was an opportunity where it could have been my last full-time ride. So, um, you know, eyes are well and truly open now and, and I'm really excited about the opportunity. It's a massive opportunity for me um and also for Addison and boost and all those guys and and um you know hat goes off to to pete Addison, he gets so much abuse and um you know for a time when people are pulling money out of the sport and he's willing to stand up and you know put his money where his mouth is and and um get in amongst it where he could have easily just sat yeah. back and watched the last this year and then made a decision whereas he you know jumped in and went for it it's uh you know, it's great, it's a great opportunity for me, great opportunity for them, and like you said, the things like it's on rails at the moment and unfortunately for will, but that was me a couple of months ago um you know it's uh yeah it's a good opportunity
3: so when do you think you'll get a chance to get behind the wheel Jay? I don't know it's
7: um they're having a meeting at supercars tomorrow where we can do some sort of some sort of shake thing or something uh, yeah but really it, uh it's probably gonna be. Saturday the 27th of June with everyone else um, it's yeah. uh, it's gonna be pretty tough to try and you know jump in ergonomically it's going to be very very different the structure of the team the engineering group you know the guys on my car my car crew the guy I'm talking to on the radio everything's gonna be different all for the better compared to what I last drove so um, it's uh, it's gonna be a lot to learn but um, you know hopefully I'll draw on a little, those few years of experience that I've got and we can uh, get into it
5: Hey mate, so tell us, you uh, you running the E Series tonight?
7: No mate, no,
4: no way. I've <laughs> been um, they... I mean,
5: trying to push they... you back in, and you're like you're oh, resisting. You're... Now you're a full time oh. driver again. We're going to have to get you back in there next week. You, you realise that? Oh,
7: the funniest is they called me, and they're like, <laughs> "Hey, um, yeah, you know, what's going on?" And and uh, the Tickford guys are like, "Well, Wheels kind of right into it, and he's got all the stuff." And I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa. let him do it." I'm more than happy for him <laughs> and go for it because I am horrendous and I've got like the Seaguer Satin set up with uh, the Horius little set up there at home and, and um, I embarrass myself so badly. The last no, you, start, you started like, off on the, on the front
5: row at started, and you were leading for, oh, till turn three.
7: <laughs> yeah, well, the first, the first race I was talking to Cadell and he's like, go, dad, go, and I went, like, oh, shit, and just took off. And then the second race, because I came last, I was on the front, and I was saying to the guys, "How do you like? There's no clutch. How do I do the start?" And no one would talk to me. And then Nathan Prendergast comes over the like the little talking channel, and he's like, "I don't know. Just pull the lever and put the clutch and brake on, uh, the brake and accelerator on at the same time." And I did, and it moved forward. And I was like, "Oh shit!" And then I got done for a jump start. And then someone ran into me, my engine ripped out. So I spent I think, over the three races, over the three races, I did like two flying laps. The rest of it, one one race, I spent seven minutes in the pits.
5: Getting things fixed. You've outdone Murph. Horrendous. You've outdone Murph.
3: Hey, speaking
5: of ups, oh, JC,
3: you've you've had a long relationship with Jack Perkins as your co-driver. He was slated to drive with Will Davison this year. Will that is that an almost lay down mazair that Jack's going to? Come across with you now and and jump in the boost Mustang because he's obviously without a drive now and you guys drive very well together. Is that a lay down mazair?
7: Yeah, look, I'm yeah, you know, I'd be pumped to have Jack on board again. He's uh, you know, he's a great safe pair of hands. Um, you know, I don't think Will's going to want to
3: drive with me. So, uh,
4: <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so
3: yeah, I like He laughs again. because you you guys had a bit of niggle. <laughs> Throughout your career, like I, I seem to, I seem to. The just crazy thing is, we lived
7: together in Europe
3: as yeah. well. Oh, there you go. So, we know so well, each other I remember so well. I remember some vision. I think it was from Tasmania, yeah, where you were you were yep. down in his pits, or he was in your pits, and you were both having a crack. You at came each down to have him. a chat with me. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So are you? sound
7: like me to uh, take the piss, isn't it, Stevie? <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> are me. you are you decent mates, or are you, or are you just one of those pair of rivals that never the twain shall meet?
4: No, I've
7: never had a drama with Will. We've always sort of talked to him. And up until a month ago, I lived three houses down from him. So this could have been really awkward a month earlier. But, um, oh, wow. so it, it's, uh, yeah, I haven't got a drama with Will. It, it, you know, we re- both race hard. You know, I respect him. He, he's, um, for his ability and, and whatever. Um, he's done He's had a great career. He's been here a long time and had a lot of success. Um, so yeah, my hat goes off to him and I feel for him definitely in this. This little period, because I know it more than most. Stevie, you felt it as yeah. well when you when things get taken away from you when you're not expecting it. It's it's a hard thing to swallow, and I think the hardest part is not knowing that it was your last could have been your last full time race. So you don't absorb all of the atmosphere, yeah. um, and that's what's hard to take. And I think that's what he's going to be struggling with a bit at the moment. But um, but going back to your question, yeah, I think um, I think Jack's going to be the the you know, the easiest and most natural fit, and then also with the talk of being no testing or anything like that, you're going to need someone that knows what they're doing, it's comfortable at Bathurst, knows the team, and he ticks all of those boxes. So it's um, yeah, looks like it will go that way.
5: Yeah, that's good. Cool. I mean, it's uh, it's what people have got to remember too, is it's not your fault I and mean, it's not Will's fault. It's just the way that it happens. It's, it's like businesses. it's like someone getting dropped from a footy team and then their mate getting. ...instated instead, you know what I mean? It's just the way that it goes and the way that it's sort of panned out. If it wasn't James, I'm sure somebody else, some other young guy would have been in there, you know, in a heartbeat. So, mm. you know, I think that's what people have got to realise that this is a business and obviously Tickford have got to run a car and, you know, mm. James was 100% the best option. And experience brings, brings a great and he's got the, got the great sponsor in Boost and et cetera, et cetera. And, and, and James is right. People are, are overly critical on Peter Addison because the, um, the guy uh, came in, he supported Gary Rogers Motorsport, um, for 12 months when it looked like Gary wasn't going to have a sponsor with with Wilson Security pulling out. You know, yes, he did drop out at the end of that year, but, I mean, what, is he expected to go on for another 12 months, two years, whatever? I mean, it's just, it's unfair, and he's back in, and he's putting his money where his mouth is, as James said, and I think it's fantastic to have them back, back on board.
7: Yeah, but the truth behind that is quite different as well with that whole thing. Like, Peter offered... To continue and Gary didn't want to so there's there's um, it's the story that sounds good in the paper and what the public want to hear and believe and what's actual truth is very very different but uh, look, Pete's outspoken he's a big international businessman he's run a massively successful business for a long period of time and he is very vocal his what he says today is not going to affect his tomorrow so he just gives his opinion um, and I think a lot of what he says he does Differently, but um, you know he's he's only trying to think of the sport with his what he's being very vocal with his cost cutting and all that sort of stuff to and trying to bring parity back closer because he just wants better racing for everyone as well. In the end, he's just a die-hard motorsport fan because he wouldn't be putting in millions of dollars when he's losing a lot of money at the moment with what's going on in the economic climate. So that goes. Well, off and he was a racer point. too. He's, he's I mean, done a good job.
3: I don't think people yeah, realize that Adderton was 18,
7: a racer. He was a
6: driver. Yeah. So. Yeah. Our oh, boys! Don't know if you realise, oh, yeah. race one in Charlotte has just kicked off. James, no doubt you're watching it. Did I see Jamie
7: wing Cup in
5: P six? He was actually in P six. Charlotte, I've actually driven yeah. around that oval. Have you? There you go. In an open wheeler or, or a sedan? In a go kart. <laughs>
7: <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you, was flat out. I was wide open. <laughs>
5: the time. You were. I'd imagine you. So, were. what was your lap time? <laughs> Four and a half minutes. <laughs>
7: I don't know, they're in these
6: big lay down go karts. It was like a coffin. You could have just put me in the ground once I hit the wall, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we're going to go. Uh, James Courtney, thank you for your, for your time. What we've learnt tonight is James is far too skinny. Uh, yeah. His divorce has come through. That's good. And he'll be back racing sometime. Well, he'll be in the car around June 27. So that's good news, mate. Glad. Glad things have worked out for you. And and these boys, I know, were so excited to finally get you on the
0: show for the first time in a couple of years. Massive.
6: Oh,
7: perfect. Anytime. Anytime.
0: James Courtney, our feature interview. Thanks to IMR Insurance, the tradies mate. Call 13IMR or visit iMar.com.au. You're listening to The Driver's Seat across Australia for Kubota. Together, we're building Australia. This is The Driver's Seat for Kubota. Together,
3: we are building Australia.
0: Great to have your company on the driver's seat and you can listen to Matt and Steve live on a Wednesday night from 7pm to 9pm Eastern Standard Time. Hang out with the lads live during the E-Series and get the app. And I'll tell you what, you can even join in the conversation just like Scott Pye did, live during race two of round seven. Hey guys, how are we? Good, mate, good. So We're we better seen... than I am right now.
5: I'm just looking at your Twitch and you actually just had a pit stop. So uh, the one compulsory yeah. pit stop you need to do for this race.
2: Uh, sorry, mate. I didn't hear the question. But yeah, I've had a nightmare so, just, so far. I just done a stop. I heard that. So I've had a pit yep. stop here behind. Uh, I think Fabian in front of me here now. But okay, uh, I just took out Scotty Mack. so That was a disaster. He uh, <laughs> had a slowdown, and I caught him into one out myself and tagged the rear of him. So oh bugger!
5: You'd actually yeah, done such a good job, uh, mate. Had to back off
2: and drop to the back. So yeah,
5: you do, yeah. It does such a good job in qualifying too. Up into P5, your best, uh, your best qualifying position this year so far. Yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. Speed's been much better tonight, and even at Charlotte, we moved forward in the race up to P7, but just uh, no luck there, but uh, this one's been all my fault. So I've made some mistakes. I'm so disappointed. But, yeah, we'll truck on, see what we can do at the end of the race. Mate, in a race like this,
3: is uh, your engineer Berkey in your ear quite a bit, or is uh, – in fact, I think Berkey might even be able to hear me too. Are you, are you, uh, are yeah, you into him, in Berkey, or are, you, or are you staying pretty quiet?
0: Uh, it depends on the situation. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when he's when in the heat of a battle I try and stay out of it as much as I can, but then other times after especially after mistakes and stuff, try and getting focused again.
3: And who gets who gets the blame for a bad result? Do you get the blame or Scotty uh, I'm in you control, take a look That's chance? me. I'm
0: I'm
2: in control of that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> now I'm not expecting a bad result
6: uh, tonight, Scotty, because Stevie J's been bragging all night that he uh, had a good chat to you last week and, and you should be alright, you should win.
2: Hey, we were racing dirt rally most of most of the last time I spoke to Steve, so I don't know how much help that's going to be. But um, <laughs> to be fair, I'd probably spend more time off the track than on it at the moment. But uh, yeah, no, <laughs> Steve's been good. Mate, we've done a fair bit of racing lately,
5: mate. So, what was it like uh, in your previous race at Charlotte on the oval? Was it quite a different uh, scenario than what it is to racing on a on a circuit?
2: Uh, yeah, completely different, mate. Yeah, totally different. So, all about just staying out of the um, the dirty air with the cars in front, turning in a bit earlier, and Generally, it's just a, a different way of racing than, than we would normally have.
3: Scotty, how's the, how have you found the E-Series? It's it, it been a, a pleasant interlude
2: while we, while we can't go racing, giving you something to focus oh, on. You've been enjoying it? I don't know about ple- pleasant. It's, uh, <laughs> it's been frustrating at times, but I think the sport deserves you know so much credit for what they've done here. Leaders, leaders in this area, I think, at the moment, the way we've all had to change and adapt to what we're doing in our lives and supercars have put on an amazing show. Sorry, mate. I think I've just outbraked myself. No, we're back on shop. Yeah, we right. go. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly buried well, we, it up, but we, we got away with it. Um, well, we have been
5: chatting to ago, you. Got a no, actually, you've actually well. gone but, yeah, from no, twenty. guys have done
2: an amazing job, and all in all, I mean, it's not ideal for anyone right now, so I'm not complaining. But uh, yeah, done a bit of practice this week, and you know, you run up the front, so it shows. Obviously, it's uh, it's a bit of a game. You you know,
5: there's guys that race it more than others, and they're always
2: going to do that bit better. But still, good fun, mate.
5: Now, most uh, both of you guys must be I just bit pumped. A, a bit of uh,
2: truck on here, I think.
5: No worries. Well, we just want to quickly ask you about June 27. You guys must be pumped to get back on the real track. Can't wait, buddy. Right on, mate. We'll, let you, we'll leave you with it. Good luck for the rest of the race. You've picked up five spots since we've been chatting to you, so keep trucking on and we'll speak to you later on.
0: So good of Scotty Pye to join us here in the race this week. And you can do this same thing too. Grab the driver's seat app, listen live during the E-Series. Before we go, it's time for this week's Bendix Brakes Big Moment. Now on the driver's seat, another Bendix Brakes Big Moment. Bendix, Australian technology for all-weather, confident braking. Now there was no bigger moment than the finish to the race in Charlotte. Oh, big big <laughs> shot over the line. I think Cam Waters actually took that from Van Gisbergen, and was at Fabian
5: Coulthard in third. So huge, huge finish to that race. And it looks like Cam Waters took the win. So uh, uh, it was just cool because it's such a different mindset and such a different technique on an oval that um, for these guys to be able to do this, I think it's um, just really, really cool to see different guys up the front. And you know, you've got to admit, that was actually quite... Quite entertaining to watch. Yep. It was actually Shane. Van, I was just looking here at the the results. It was Shane van Gisbergen by point zero one seven of a second.
4: There you go
5: over Cameron Waters. Fabian Coulthard. The top the top the top six were covered by seven tenths of a second. So very, and some very names
6: there you don't normally see apart from you know,
0: the winner, a lot of the names that you actually don't see in the top seven. That's right, absolutely. absolutely. Put your foot down with confidence, Bendix brakes, Australian technology for all weather, confident braking. you of to The Driver's Seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter and together, we're building Australia. This is The Driver's Seat for Kubota. Together,
3: we're building
4: Australia.
0: Welcome back to The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota, building Australia. Right now, it's time to slide open the doors to the classic car's corner. This is the Classic Cars Corner with Malcolm Owens for Kubota. Together, we
3: are building Australia.
6: Something a little bit different, Malcolm. We're going to do the top 10 car movies. Uh, in particular, you want to do on Netflix. And we've had some suggestions come through tonight, mate. But uh, firstly, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Glad now, to be here as always. Now, hopefully, we haven't cut your lunch, so to speak. That we've uh, mentioned some of the movies uh, that you've got on your list. Is Herbie on there? Can we wipe that one off?
1: You can wipe that one off. That one's pretty good. Thanks, McKeldin, you Your furry shoot wearing whatever, taking all my
3: all my show. <laughs> no, I didn't it's do that. That was that was the. Uh, they're not furry, by the way. They're just they're just Italian loafers, boys. They're just Italian oh, loafers. Italian. Uh, what tan, would you call that? The tan, they Malcolm? tan. they tan.
5: Same as his pants.
3: No, but my pants do actually. My pants do meet my ankles. Unlike a lot of people in real estate, where they wear pants who are halfway up their shin. Mine are actually tan
5: pants, caramel shoes.
3: Caramel. I believe your dad called. You look like a Sunday. (laughs) Seriously, (laughs) that's what you.
6: You look like something I'd get from Macca's.
3: (laughs) I'm a Big Mac. That
6: is is my nickname,
3: the Big Mac. You're giving
6: yourself that nickname too, I That's reckon. Yep. Now, Malcolm, let's roll into it before <laughs> yes. we get into our listeners. Uh, the top 10 car movies you'll find on Netflix, mate. What do you got for us? Well,
1: there's lots of cool stuff. And um, if you look at it, um, it's not surprising that cars have played a memorable part in movies. I mean, even every day, you, know, you see the, the people sitting in the car and, and it's, uh, it's being shot for TV or, or, uh, or movies. And it really started off in James Bond in the early days. And the car been a staple of great cinema and TV as well. So if we, re- if we remember right back, um, the XP Falcon police cars in Homicide, the XR Wagons in Skippy, and they were some of the first product placement deals in Australia. You had Jim Rockford's Pontiac Firebird in the Rockford Files, Get Smart Sunbeam Tiger, uh, the Mystery Machine for Scooby-Doo, the Dodge Charger in Dukes of Hazzard, and the list goes on and on. There's just so much right through to some of the George Barris creations in the Batmobile and the Munster coach, and that's just to name a few. So if we, so if we jump into I that... Him.
3: George, I met him, the guy who did all that, the George Barris guy. I met James him Barris. in Sydney. Yep, I met him uh, a couple of years ago in Sydney when I was up doing an event for somebody. I was emceeing an event and George Barris was there before he passed away, and uh, he was talking about his, you know, that monster, the monster coat, the monster coat you were talking about in the original Batman, yeah. the original Batmobile. He did as well.
1: Yeah, beautiful cars. There's a whole lot of stuff if you if you just Google him and have a look, and even just hit the images. he's in some crazy stuff. Very, very 60s orientated, but some really cool things in
4: there.
6: Malcolm, um, so just before you, movie, yes. yeah, Malcolm, uh, Rowan from Rosanna is saying uh, the wraith with, or the wraith, wraith, the wraith with Charlie mm. Sheen. He would use to smash into bad guys, then regenerate. Does anyone know what car that uh, was?
3: Uh, I've never heard of that movie. Okay, no, of, not one. not one of Charlie Sheen's best. I'm not sure. Stevie, Stevie's <laughs> off to Doctor Google to check that out because it sounds pretty good. But
6: what about uh, Smokey and the Bandit? The car recently sold for three hundred and seventeen thousand bucks at auction. Wow.
1: Yep, smoking the Bandit. That's, a, that's a, a a a pretty good one. That's been around for a, for a long time. That was the early seventies, I think. That was about seventy four, I think. That one. Smoking uh, seventy seven. Yeah, the seventy seven Trans Am. So that's a good one. Um, I wanted to, to just go. Uh, Stevie mentioned the Italian job, and that was um, with a very well dressed Michael Caine, and it was notable mm-hmm. notable for having the um, the minis, and uh, as well as the minis, there was Aston Martin DB4, um, E-Type Jags, and um, then they remade, that was in 19, not 1969, and they remade it in 2003 with the BMW made minis, so that that was that was pretty cool, some great car action there, and quite a bit different, not just the usual running around the streets car action, but down, down, uh, down drains and downstairs and that sort of stuff. One of my favourite ones for car movies is Mad Max in 1979. Very successful Australian movie. Really started that whole grungy car thing that you know, Hollywood got onto it after, after that. But the movie was most notable for Max's supercharged V8 Interceptor, which was based on a 73 Ford Falcon GT coupe, the XB.
4: XB. And the Ducks.
3: What did the, the mechanic yeah. call it? What did the mechanic call it in the uh, Legion of wherever they were? And it was the Ducks Nuts. Remember he the said it's the ducks here. nuts, Max. It's the ducks nuts. So there you go. Because a supercharged V8
1: should always be your go-to choice in a post-apocalyptic world where petrol is hard to come by.
4: But they also <laughs> yes. had the
1: the, um, the yellow XA and XB interceptors.
4: Yes. If you remember
1: Max mm-hmm. when he was driving at the start with his wife, he had the statesman fronted HJ Sandman. Can you get any more Australian than that? And, of yep. course, the Knight Rider 72 HQ Monaro, fully loaded. So some really cool stuff there.
3: Toe cutter um, and the Night Rider.
1: Yeah, it's the toe cutter and the Night Rider. So we, moved on. we move on to some um, a little bit formulatic type of Tom Cruise with um, Days of Thunder, which really was Top Gun and NASCARs. And, True. Good uh, movie. Cruise's cold trickle um, in his sh- Chevy overcame the Thunderbirds, the Mobiles and Pontiacs to take the chocolates and the girl, who was Nicole Kidman. And brought up some of the lines that I've heard from you, Mr. McKeldon, like, Robin is racing and you've hit everything out out there, so now I want you to go hit the pace car. I think I've so said that to pretty- you
3: while I've been sitting beside you in a race car once before. You've hit every Maybe. cone out there. Why don't you go and hit another car?
1: <laughs> <laughs> very, very good. So that's 30 years old, so some very good, um, very good um, footage in that. And here's one from a little bit from Leicester. Do you guys remember I Love the Beast, which was Eric Banner? There's a bit of a documentary where he went yes. through the building up of his for yes. Falcon XP cubes, I think he'd had since he was sixteen or something, yeah, and then he and wanted he, to compete in the target Tasmania, and he basically ripped the, ripped the thing off,
3: put it into a tree. It, I do remember yeah, he that. Yeah, did
1: about did about three hundred thousand dollars worth of damage, which sort of says how much he'd spent on putting <laughs> that car
3: up. Well, you can do that when you're <laughs> well, a Hollywood
1: was, star. Yeah, of course, it's a real gearhead, gearhead, gearhead movie, which is I thought was really good. And here's one for you, Matt. I did find one. It's a, 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 oh, a, a, a movie called Ronin, 1998, starring Robert De Niro. Great! And it actually has a Peugeot in the car chase. So it's oh, Peugeots, there you go. BMWs, Audis, Mercedes, wow. Citroëns, and Porsches. So it's a hoo-hoo, hoo-hoo of <laughs> European cars.
5: <laughs> you didn't. You never actually indicated how long that car chase went for. It went for about four and a half seconds before he got caught
3: <laughs> or broke down. <laughs> hey, I tell you what, boys. Here's one out. Here's one out of. The left field. We're talking about Netflix movies and that kind of stuff that you've been watching during this lockdown area. There's a movie called uh, I think it's called Underground Six. Uh, Ripper car chase. I think using a BMW M4 at this. No, sorry, an Alpha Giulietta or something like that. Right at the start, lots of uh, lots of sensational scenes. Great car chase. Underground Six. I think that's called. Mm, I'll check that out. Uh, right good movie. Great movie. Well, I'm just another text. Sorry, Malcolm.
6: Just another text here from Peter. Uh, he's suggesting Mad Max would eat Herbie for breakfast. Thanks.
3: Pete. Right.
6: <laughs> well really, right Pete? Good on
3: you, Pete. <laughs>
1: so, Bullet seems to come up in every one of our um, every one of our segments here it came up last week in the Mustangs. But you can't go past the Steve McQueen bullet movie. So, one of the greatest Absolutely. car chases of all time. So we go there, and then. Um, I've got three here which really are more documentaries. We've got Sinner that was the 2010 documentary that yeah. was a really good movie yeah. about his... Great movie. Um, ...rivalry so with his teammate and fellow world champion Helene Prost. Um, Has a bit of a sad ending but we, uh, uh, the movie's well worth watching and I've watched the Williams series which is a BBC film documentary which is on Netflix which follows the uh, the Williams team. It's actually a pretty good one. Yep. And there's also, uh, and you guys have talked about this before the Formula One Drive to Survive series It's on Netflix as well.
3: Yes. The best. Where they yes. follow the
1: um, yeah, they follow the the series for a year and I started to watch it not thinking it was very good and basically binged the whole lot. It's really yeah, good.
3: That that's an um, addictive that's an addictive Netflix show, Drive to Survive. It's had two seasons. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, uh, go back and watch it. And they were filming a third one as well. It was the best Doco
6: series about sport I'd ever seen until I saw The Last Dance though. Got so much of that good the stuff. The Mike there. Jordan one? Yeah, no car. Yeah. Oh no, there is. No, they show yeah, yeah, they show right. his cars yeah. in an old
3: Porsche. And, he was uh, in a
6: Porsche with the number plate Air.
3: Yes, and yeah, he and he used to and he was getting around in a Rangey there for a little while as well was too. and uh getting out of a few Mercedes.
6: Yep. Um, and, and a Merc, an old mm. Merc. Uh, yep. Listen, a car move, a couple of car movies here. I don't, I've never heard of these. I don't know if you have, Malcolm, boys. Uh, cl- it's a classic. It's called Genevieve, a movie about the London to Brighton run, a vintage car classic apparently, also gone in 60 seconds. Oh, that's good.
3: Yeah, yeah that's gone. good. With the Mustang at going. the end. Mm. Yeah. Eleanor. Yep. Eleanor. Yeah. Eleanor. Eleanor. Eleanor gets crushed.
6: <laughs> Eleanor gets crushed. <laughs> right?
3: Eleanor, much to, my, much to my sadness, Eleanor <laughs> got crushed.
5: Yes. Hey, by the way, boys, just to, just Cage to let you NGA know, Jolie. yes, Indeed. it was uh, the uh, that uh, car right for now. the Wraith. Oh, the Wraith! It was actually what they called a uh, M4S Turbo Interceptor built by Dodge, and was the inspiration for the awful '80s driving movie the Wraith. Oh, but I've had
6: here. a lot of texts, and thanks for your text too, by the way, on 0433981116, A lot of texts about that movie, about the Wraith. Yeah, right
5: and right. That, and funnily enough, that mm. car was actually. Uh, Built as the kart, PPG Kart, IndyCar for, as in the IndyCar pace car for for quite a few of the rounds, which is uh, quite interesting. Interesting there. there. All yeah. right, all right, uh,
6: Malcolm. Anything else for we wrap up, mate? Yeah, Fast and Furious. Who would have thought when you
1: saw the first one with in Diesel and Paul Walker that there's basically eight movies and apparently two more to come? So that's turned into mm. a pretty big car franchise. And then we got a whole lot of old cool Australian ones. We had two hands, which is the XB2. Remember the big steel with the Cedric and the Jaguar XJ6 with a shonky car salesman? Um, the cars that ate Paris back in '74, running on empty and midnight space, which had oh, the yeah, one yeah. and only ever Leyland P76 car chase.
5: <laughs> I think you've got a P76, haven't you, Malcolm? I do, yes. Aren't they? Aren't they a little bit ahead for their? They, they were ahead for their time. A full alloy engine, the whole thing, the whole a full alloy V eight. So yeah, quite it's interesting. It's but pretty, you know, designed out of a pretty shoebox. Pretty slow V eight. Yeah, pretty great slow V eight, but great, it was still all alloy.
3: Great to drive. And I know yeah, we were talking about Herbies before, Malcolm. Do you? Do you? I know you've got a VW, but have you got a Herbie mock-up? Car or is it just a standard VW white VW that no, I saw at your holiday house once before? 67,
1: 67, um Beetle. There you go. And oh, I've also got car. the um, Carmen gear as well. Mm. Yes, you do.
6: All right, Malcolm. We've got about thirty seconds, mate. Anything else left there?
1: No, not really. There's some. I've got a whole list of them. So we can, if you want, I can send it over to so you and put it up on the socials. But we've got some. There's some really cool stuff and you know, bad boys. Grand Theft Auto, and um, John Wick, as we discussed last week. Back to the Future, of course, with the DeLorean, yeah. which is uh, yeah. one of my favourite ones.
4: You've got Christine, one of them too.
1: Which is a few, uh, horror movie. Ferris Bueller's Day Off, if you remember that one. So some oh, really the cool Ferrari. Yes, the
3: Daytona Ferrari. Right? Yeah.
1: And the one one for those who like the motorbikes is, um, which one do you reckon that is, guys?
3: Uh, chips.
6: <laughs> no, the
1: chips. world's fastest Indian. <laughs> Yes. Oh, that's good too. Answer.
3: But Chips was because good. That was, old, a good eh? was,
4: recent, was a good movie. The most recent show, it was yeah, it was a TV the most recent
3: Yeah, but there was almost a, a, a remake. Uh, recently of chips. It was very good. We were so cool. We used to eat hot
6: chips and watch chips, and we Bueller. thought that was just the yeah, co- yeah. coolest thing. Should we end this now? Yeah, you're so cool. That's a, high, that's, a, that's a highlight to end it on, I think. Yeah, all right. You. Well, we can't get off any higher on that, can we, boys? Uh, Malcolm, <laughs> no. it's been wonderful having you on the uh, the Classic car segment. Uh, appreciate your time. And, uh, mate, please come back next Wednesday
3: night. I'll be there. See you then. That was the
0: Classic Cars Corner. To Kubota, Building Australia. And that about wraps up this week's edition of the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together we're Building Australia. Don't miss next week when we're back live 7pm to 9pm Eastern as we continue with Round 8 of the BP Supercars All-Star E-Series.